fans. That's right. This is Go Tell to Wall podcast, episode 11, hosted by the one and only Sean O'Rourke. That's right. We're back. If you've been listening to us from the beginning, you know there's been a little bit of a hiatus in there. I'll admit it. It was somewhat unplanned. I expected a little bit of a hiatus. Not this big. It's been about two months since we've recorded. Uh, but the good news is we are back and running uh, at full strength, I guess you could say. Uh, we do have a new studio. A new studio. It, it, you know, it's you don't really need to be all that excited about it. Uh, it is better for me to record. I've got a fancy new little mic arm here, so I don't have to be bending over uh, my fancy microphone all the time. Uh, and it's, you know, maybe it'll make things better. Maybe it'll make it worse. Who knows? Uh, nonetheless, we are back. Like I said, I am Sean O'Rourke. This is episode 11 of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. If you have been listening all along, thanks for coming back. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, we're going to run through some things, hopefully entertain you. All of this, I say all of this, most of this revolving around the theme of common sense. Uh, so let's get into some stuff. Let's, let's just get into it. I got, there's just too much. I'm trying to keep everything under an hour. As you know, as you all know, if you've been listening, we always try to keep it under an hour. Sometimes it ends up being like an hour and six minutes, you know, uh, and those things just happen, but we're going to get right into it. Uh, so buckle your seatbelts, wall fans, because here we go. Uh, as I mentioned, we've got a new studio, some new gear, things are happening, things are moving, uh, and I've got some updates on some other stuff later, as a matter of fact. Uh, so, so, so be ready, get excited uh, as you're listening here. Uh, so a little update, Fatherhood. Again, if you've been listening to all my other episodes, uh, you know I recently became a father in November, as a matter of fact. So now I'm obviously still a proud father, but now of a almost four-month-old, uh, Zofia is, is, is my pride and joy. And my, my days basically revolve around her now, uh, which is partly the reason for the hiatus, not to mention uh, moving houses and moving studios and all kinds of fun things. Uh, but like I said, we're back. We're, we're back to weekly, and, and it's, it's just happening. It's happening. It's not ending. We're doing it. Uh, so be ready for it. You know, it, it's just going. It's going. All right, enough of that. Now, now I'm just rambling. Um, I do want to get into one thing because it, it's been coming up constantly. You know, I get some feedback and everything. I'm getting lots of great feedback. Uh, but one thing I do want to talk about is, is kind of the common sense theme. I've, kind of, I've laid the groundwork for this many times, but I do want to clarify one thing. And, and that is, when I say common sense, you know, common sense is, is, is kind of a relative subjective term. When I say common sense, this means common sense to me. Now, some of it's going to be pretty much common sense to everyone, but most of the things we talk about when I say that's just common sense, it, it, it's common sense to me, you know. And some people may disagree, and that's okay. That, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, it, it, especially if you still want to listen and disagree with me and, and send me angry emails, which it's, it's happened once or twice, uh, then 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 get to it continue but I do want to just clarify that it is kind of subjective you know certain things to me seem like absolute common sense you know uh like same-sex couples having the ability to get married to me that's common sense let them get let people get married if you want to get married you love someone get married I I, I don't see anything wrong with that now to other people in the, in this country and really around the world that's not common sense they think it's terrible and and you know whatever for whatever their reasons are religious reasons whatever it might be so that's kind of the difference on the subjectivity of common sense you know there is really objective common sense you know don't step into the street in front of a bus I think we can all agree that's pretty much common sense um, but when it comes to this show some people are going to disagree with things and that's okay because we live in a country and a world where you're able to do that. We don't all have to agree. We just don't. It's a fantastic thing. We don't. 
And there's a lot of disagreeing going on right now in our country, as you all know. Um, if you don't know, then you've been living under a rock since November because uh, it, it, it's, it's a bit of a firestorm out there. And uh, for those of you that are new to the show, we don't talk a lot of politics on here. We just don't. Sometimes it comes into play. Uh, more of it is like common sense things. Uh, but we're not going to sit here and be on one side or the other. I'm not going to get into rants about politics or anything like that. Everyone has their own views. That's fine. Have them. Uh, some people may think they're crazy. Some people may think they're great. Whatever that is, I, you know, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to me. Just tune in and listen. Download and listen. Check out the Facebook page, uh, whatever it is. But I, I, I just I felt the need to kind of clarify that. Um, and not that I'm getting weird feedback on the common sense thing. A lot of people think the theme is great. Uh, it just, it just felt like I needed that clarification because to me, certain things are common sense to other people. They're not, you know, we're going to get into some of that in, in this episode, as a matter of fact, and a lot of you are probably going to disagree with it. Uh, but please, 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 please continue to disagree. Um, and also I just want to clarify one thing. We are in a brand new studio. If you're getting any reverb, we're still working on the studio. Not completely done yet. Uh, but it is a work in progress we're functioning, uh, but we're, we're still kind of working out some kinks. Um, so, so, so apologies for that. That's, that's the last of my apologizing, uh, because as people have said, stop apologizing and, and, and I'm just not going to do it as much anymore, but I do want to point that out just in case you're like, man, it sounds different. It is a new studio. Uh, so just, just keep that in mind. Uh, okay. So another piece of feedback I've gotten is, is a lot of people are just tuning in for episodes here and there. You know, they're not like listening all the way through, but I do have a couple of updates from previous episodes that I want to get into real quick. Um, one of those being, and you know, what's funny. <laughs> I was looking through notes. I, I, I gotta be honest. I'm going off track here for a minute. I was looking through notes and from one of my last episodes, there was a subject that I wanted to talk about. And I don't think I actually did. I didn't take the time today to go back and listen. I don't think I actually talked about it, but there was a guy, uh, his, his Twitter handle was Nero, like at Nero. Uh, the guy's name is Milo Milo, yeah, blah, 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 something. Now, don't take that as an insult. I do really appreciate pronunciations of names and correctness and, and all that stuff. Uh, the reason I really don't care to learn this guy's name is he was the one, if you've heard, that was harassing Leslie Jones on Twitter. Like, ridiculous, ridiculous hara harassing of Leslie Jones. Uh, if you're familiar with it, he's part of Breitbart, uh, so you, you probably already disagree with him. As it is, he was given a book deal a little while ago. I didn't talk about this book deal. It was in my notes. Maybe I did. Forgive me. There's stuff's all over the place. I got a four-month-old at home. Things are crazy. Uh, but he got a book deal. Uh, Simon & Schuster, big publishing company. You know, if you've never heard of them, it doesn't matter. They're just a big publishing company. Uh, he had gotten a book deal, and there was a lot of outrage over it. People were like, well, why does this guy get a book deal? He's basically a, a great big douchebag uh, and just not the kind of person that—, that most people want to hang out with. Obviously, there's people out there that want to hang out with them, and they share these kind of views of, of racism and all that other kinds of stuff. Well, what happened, he did a little interview. He had this book deal, you know, on the books, pun intended, I guess. Uh, and he was getting, I, I want to say it was like a million-dollar book deal up front, or, you know, I, I don't understand how book deals work. I do podcasts and work in film and TV and books. I read books. Uh, I don't know how those deals work. Uh, whatever it was, he did an interview a little while ago, uh, and I didn't go through and listen to the interview. I don't like to give this guy too much of my time, uh, other than to rant about the fact that he shouldn't have had a book deal when he's kind of a douchebag. Um, but he did a little interview and he got into some subject matter that most people probably shouldn't get into. Um, I'm not going to get into it here. It, it was really just ridiculous. And finally, Simon and Schuster took away the book deal, uh, which was good news 
for for most of us common sensors out there that don't need this guy getting a bunch of money uh, for essentially being a jackass uh, all around the country, which is what was happening. Um, so kind of an update, uh, but keep an eye out for that guy. If you get at Nero following you on Twitter, just block him right away. I don't think anyone out there is going to get him following. He's probably... Uh, you know, following all kinds of other famous people and like BS like that. I, I don't, I don't get it. I still, you know, I still don't fully understand the Twitter. Um, I, you know, I follow like my friends and stuff and I have one or two celebrities and, and kind of fellow podcasts that I follow, but it's, it just seems like this whole weird political climate, um, on Twitter again, finger quotes, uh, which, which are happening on the GoPro footage as we speak. Uh, but none of you listening are seeing, um, so screw that guy. He's done. No more book deal. Hopefully we have heard the last of him. Probably not. Uh, he's he's probably taking some meetings uh, with some, some fellow white supremacists down in the South somewhere. And I, I'm not trying to talk smack on the South. I only say that because there is a heavier influx of those certain type of people. Um, obviously, they're all over the place, including California, which, you know, tends to be progressive, for lack of a better. That's what everyone calls it. I, you know, I don't, I don't think California is better than anybody else. May have some cool, innovative stuff coming out of here, but that doesn't make California better. I I, I say the South because that's kind of where, like, the Klan started and stuff. Oh, man, now I'm really just getting off on a thing. So, screw that guy. Uh, We probably haven't heard the last of him, but keep an eye out for Milo, Milo, something with a Y, junk. Who knows? He's kind of useless. Anyway, uh, again, common sense dictates that you just don't do that. You don't be a racist jackass. Uh, All right, moving on. More updates from previous episodes. Joe Mixon, who was a running back for Oklahoma. I had spoken about him on previous podcasts, I think a couple of them. Uh, He was able to play at Oklahoma, despite the fact that he had essentially knocked out a a fellow college student who happened to be a female at a restaurant in Oklahoma. Like, straight knocked her out. There was video of it and everything else, and it was a whole big thing. They let him continue to play, um, despite the fact that he really, as you can see from this, and and showed no remorse. As I mentioned on the previous episode, no remorse for the fact that he just was violent um, with, and you shouldn't be violent with anyone. Uh, but especially with women, and not to say that women aren't as good as men, uh, but the fact is he's like a 225-pound football player, and I've seen the video. The girl was like 100 pounds soaking wet, you know, so whether that was a girl or a guy or, you know, male, whatever it was, uh, you know, double someone's weight. Even if you don't know how to throw a punch, you're going to be able to do some damn damage. Uh, So the interesting thing about that is the NFL, and I've talked a lot about the NFL. If you're new to the episode, we, and we, we talk a little sports ball. That's what we call sports on, on Go Tell It to the Wall is sports ball. But we tend to bring it back to us to, to social consciousness. So when we talk NFL, it, it, it's we speak a lot about like domestic violence and a lot of the problems that the NFL has. Um, again, common sense, you know, with what they have going on. They finally stepped up a little bit. Joe Mixon, who we all know uh, was a bit of a violent individual, and I'm all for second chances, uh, but I want to see a lot more remorse out of the kid before he gets any kind of respect from me. And he's probably never going to get it. I'll be honest, he's just probably never going to get it because there's no excuse for that. Uh, But the NFL, for those of you not familiar with it, they had this combine over this past weekend. Uh, And that is all these college prospects, you know, you play college football with the hopes of going into the NFL, most people, with the hopes of going into the NFL. So they have this combine, and it's essentially like a big showcasing event where they they bring out these college players and you do all this stuff, and and all the pro teams come out and watch you. Um, You know, guys tend to emerge as big players and all this other stuff, and and it it, it helps your, your stock when it comes to being drafted and signing with an NFL team. 
Well, the NFL finally stepped up. They did not allow Joe Mixon to go to the Combine this past weekend, which was great. And there was a couple others. He Mixon was the high-profile one. Uh, There's a couple others. And where they weren't letting kids go that had, like, domestic violence in, in their recent past. And they just kind of took a hard-line stance on it, which I really appreciate. Uh, unfortunately, the fact of and I don't want to say unfortunately because he should have. Hey, that's the wrong word. He, he may possibly deserves a second chance. Uh, he's probably still going to get a chance to, to play in the NFL. We're probably going to see him on an NFL team next season. Um, it's probably just going to happen. So it's it's not like the NFL has ruined his life. But I was happy to see the NFL take a stance on that and say, you know what, you can't come to this event um, where where we're you're getting to showcase your talent for NFL teams. So for once, hats off to the NFL. Um, I'm sure it's just a matter of days until I have something else to rant about and, and their ridiculousness and stupidity. There's probably another deflate gate coming or, you know, letting, letting guys play that have ridiculous domestic violence issues and all this other stuff. Uh, but we'll, we'll wait and see what happens here. All right, uh, one more update from a previous episode. If you're a new listener, I, I, I seriously encourage you to, to check out this story. It's an extremely heartwarming story. Uh, there was a kid in Connecticut. His name was Logan Schoenhart. Uh, he was 10 years old. Um, and if, if you haven't noticed, I, I am unfortunately using the past tense uh, uh, words here. Um, he was actually 10 years old and had a rare form of cancer. Um, of course, being from Connecticut, he was a huge Patriots fan. I'm not going to get into a whole story. Go back. If, if you're new to this, listen to the episode. Get a little background on him. It's a really inspiring story. Um, he's a huge Patriots fan. Got to meet Tom Brady. And unfortunately, the cancer he had was really... It, he, it was terminal, and, and there was nothing else they could do after multiple surgeries and all this other stuff. Unfortunately, he, he, did, he did pass away, um, and, and crazy as it sounds, he passed away like within a week of the Patriots winning this past Super Bowl. That's right, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. I'm not going to get into that. I know all of you out there know I'm a freaking Boston sports fan. I'm not getting into how excited I was about the, the Patriots and that Super Bowl. Um, I'm sure there'll be some funny stories down the line at some point, but I don't want to get into it. What I do want everyone to to check out, um, or if you had already checked it out because you were listening previously, you know, get the update and, and see the story because it's extremely inspiring. Um, but it, it it hit me pretty hard that day uh, that this poor ten year old kid um, he 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 lost his life um, because cancer sucks and 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 it's a terrible disease. Uh, but the one good thing about this is he he did he literally got to see his favorite team. And his favorite player, Tom Brady, uh, win the, one of the most incredible Super Bowls, and in, in probably the most incredible Super Bowl in the history of the game. Uh, you probably don't think it's incredible if you're an Atlanta fan, uh, but but even not being a sports fan, you can appreciate kind of what happened in that game. Um, so that's enough updates. Now we're going to get into some new stuff. Oh, man. We got a lot going. I, I got a lot going on. I'm probably going to cut some stuff out as we're going here. But the good thing is we're back to weekly episodes. Um, so So look forward to that. Uh, all right. So one thing I want to talk, well, for those of you that have listened before, I kind of break this up into sections. I like to kind of bring things back to social consciousness and common sense and everything else. It doesn't always happen. Uh, so you're essentially just listening to me babble on about junk, talking to a wall, hence go tell it to the wall. Uh, but we do have little segments and, and kind of, I, to help me keep organized because as you know, or if you don't know, because you're new to the show, I go on tangents just all over the place. All over the place. I'm pretty sure this entire opening has just been one long tangent with me glancing down at my notes. Uh, but we do kind of have sections of the show. So we're going to get into those. Uh, one thing, one of those being social 
and that'd be like social media, social networking, really all that kind of stuff, not social consciousness, really everything we talk about kind of goes back to that and, and the importance of it and, and, and kind of, we, we like to promote kind of love and, and, and kindness to each other on this show. So even if you have dis- differences politically, religiously, whatever it is, you, you know, that doesn't mean you have to hate each other. It just simply doesn't. Uh, but when I say social, I mean kind of social media, social networking and all that stuff. Sometimes it's funny stuff. Sometimes it's ridiculous stuff. Sometimes it's, it's heartwarming, whatever it might be. Uh, but I do, I, I, I want to get into some of this stuff. So first thing off on social networking is, 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 is the way, you, I don't know if any of you have noticed out there, but on social media, things tend to get beat to death. You know, it all started with like funny music videos and stuff and that, that Korean guy and, and the uh, Gangnam style, whatever it was. I was, I, you know, I'm not much of a watch these funny little interstitials. I mean, I watch funny stuff on the Internet. But what, what we need to stop as a society and as a people, this entire world, not even just the U.S., stop beating stuff to death. Just stop. Stop beating stuff to death. So there's this, like, for example, there's this meme going around. And I don't even know where it started. I feel like it started with LeBron James flopping in an NBA game, but who knows? Because you know I'm not 13, and I, and I can't keep track of like where all these ridiculous things start. But it's essentially like a guy flopping, like wiggling around, and then they send him off into space. And then there's a whole you know some someone's taking the time to edit videos of somebody just kind of floating through space. And what's happening now is we're doing it with every little thing that you can think of. Every little thing is somebody floating through space. And this is just one example of how we're beating stuff to death. Just absolutely to death. And I think it's time to stop that. Things can be funny, but that doesn't mean we need to constantly keep putting that same damn thing on social media. We just, stop. Stop beating things to death. Have an original idea for once. Now granted, I'm a podcaster. Podcasting's been around for a long time. So I realize I'm not, I don't have a lot of original ideas myself either. But just stop. 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 If you're 13, you know, I guess that's okay. But there's adults out there doing this, just beating it to death. Um, and another one of those things is, is this cash me, cash me outside. I don't even think it's outside. I can't even say it. I don't understand what this is. I don't know where it came from, uh, but it's ridiculous. Now that's all you hear. Someone's talking about outside cash. I don't even understand it. Stop, stop, just stop with these ridiculous beating to death of things. It, it, it's gotten out of hand. It's gotten out of hand. Things are funny. I can appreciate funny cat videos and all that other stuff. But when you've seen essentially the same cat video with a slight variation 120 times, it gets old. <laughs> it simply gets old. So just let, let, let's dial it back a little. Dial it back a little. And again, common sense. Common sense don't beat things to death. You know, when if, if, if you're my age or older, you know, like it, it would just you're beating that joke to death. Now, like everyone has the ability to just put these things out and out in the air. You know, obviously I do, too. I'm talking to a wall and then I publish it and people actually listen and stuff. So it's, I get it. But look, once it's been done like a few times, just stop with it. We can kill it. We can kill it. Whatever this cash me outside stuff is or that that flopping thing where guys are floating through space. Stop. We're done. We're done. Find something new. Find something new and funny. There's all kinds of new and funny things happening every day. There really are. Or heartwarming. Whatever it is. It doesn't have to be funny. I love heartwarming things on social media too. Depressing things, not so much. But I understand why these things get posted. But we all need to just dial it back. Dial it back a little. Dial it back a little. Um, I'm realizing my social networking segment is really just me ranting about crap. uh, Because the next thing I want to talk about is hashtags. Hashtags. I still... 
I kind of understand hashtags. I had to have them explained to me years ago because I didn't understand it. When they first came out, I was like, why is everyone putting a pound sign in front of all these words? Why? Then I had it explained to me and I was like, okay, you know what? That's okay. That's okay. I get it. To an extent. I don't do it. I, I simply, I just simply don't do it. Uh, but, but I get it to an extent. The thing I don't get is now we've, we're, we've hit the point where people on social media, specifically like Facebook, I'm sure they're doing it on Twitter and stuff too, but you, you have a limit on characters. But on Facebook, people are writing like status updates that are basically a paragraph and they're impossible to read. I'm telling you, impossible to read. And you know why? Because it'll be like three words, hashtag something. Another four words, hashtag something. So you're reading this with like these pound signs in between. They're all bolded. It's ridiculous. And I, it, I feel like I'm reading a different language. Like, it's out of hand. So everyone dial back the damn hashtags. If you have a status update, you want to write a paragraph, that's fine. Make it readable because I'll be honest with, and maybe this is just me, you know, maybe those millennials run around like you're able to, it's, it's just kind of second nature. You read stuff with these weird hashtags and stuff bolded in it and everything else. Like, so maybe it is just me, but honestly, I skim just, I just skim right by it. I'm, I'm like, I, I'm not even going to attempt to read that. I'm not going to look at that picture because I don't even understand what's happening. You know, it's like hashtag blessed, hashtag kids, hashtag. And it's like there's more of these pound sign or hashtags than there are actual words in your freaking update. So stop. Dial it back. Dial it back. I get it. You know, I, I've gotten on board with the hashtags. I don't do them myself, but I, I understand to an extent. Uh, the problem is that we need a limit. We need a limit. Like on a tweet or on a post, whatever it is, like let, let's keep it to like one or two. Like two should be your absolute max. If you're putting two in there, like... Type it out, sit there, look at it for a minute, and ask yourself why you are using so many hashtags. If you have a good reason, proceed with two. If you don't, maybe knock one of those out of there. Just use one of them, and 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 we'll get through. We'll all get through life a little a little quicker, a little quicker, because things are easier to read when when they're not like there's not extra characters floating in there and stuff. I just I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, hashtag. 18 million different things and 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 your your point at that point your point's just not getting across i don't even understand what you're saying at that point because it's just full of hashtags now if it was just written then maybe i would understand again maybe it's me i, I don't get it i you know i don't get millennials these days i don't get the style i don't get yeah so it's probably just me uh but you know what my podcast and i'm talking to a wall to me that's common sense don't riddle your 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 posts or your updates with a bunch of hashtags so it's unreadable. It's unreadable. It's just completely unreadable. Uh, all right, one more thing on social networking that I want to talk about. Uh, and I get it. And again, we, you know, on this show, we don't talk politics. We just don't. We like to promote love and kindness and 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 just getting along. You know, we... <laughs> It's like the old saying, can't we all just get along? Um, and I get that we have differences politically and all this other stuff. And, and trust me, I have... Personally, I have a certain passion for a lot of things. Now, I don't get into them on the show, um, but I, I understand people's passion for certain things. The one thing I have noticed is there's a lot of people out there who, and I, I kind of want to be on the, a fly on the wall, like in some of these people's houses just once or twice, and it's like you jump on Facebook or on Twitter, usually Facebook, um, you know, Twitter tends to mix it up a little more. There's not as much of that going on. Um, maybe that's just because of who I follow and stuff, but when I jump on Facebook, it seems to me like, Certain people get on Facebook, and they will post, like, 10 political things in a row. And I get it. That's great. You need to make your voice heard. You know, uh, fortunately, we live in a world, you know, in a time where you're able to do this. We have the technology. We're able to do it. The problem I have with it is when you're posting, like, 10 things every day, 
it's really hard to weed through. It just, it simply is. And I'm sure all these people that are posting a bunch of political things every day, they're probably all very relevant and very interesting things. Problem is for me personally, when I see like 10 to 15 different political posts from the same person, like a day, I, I just skim past them. I just end up skimming, skimming past them, you know? And this is where, this is a situation where we want qual where personally, and I'm sure there's other people out there that can agree. We want quality over quantity, quality over quantity. So like I said, if I, if I, if I know a friend posts like 10 to 15 political posts a day or, or even anything, it just happens to be politics lately because of everything that's happening. If I see someone posting like 10 to 15 political things a day, I just skim past them. Just completely skim past them. Now, if I have a friend who maybe doesn't post 10 things a day or doesn't even post something every day and I notice that they've posted something political, I will tend to read that. Personally, I will tend to actually look at that, you know, because it's quality over quantity. Now, granted, that one thing may not even be as quality as those 10 to 15 things, but when you're swamped with all of those things, most of them being negative, it becomes ridiculous, I guess. Ridiculous for lack of a better word, right? For lack of a better word. Uh, but nonetheless, everyone's going to continue. It's going to happen. Just, you know, again, dial it back. All these things are great. Let's just dial things back a little. Uh, that's that's just what I think, is dial things back. Um, oh, that's not supposed to be there. I'm looking at my notes as I'm going here, guys. Uh, you know, that's what happens. You got to have some notes. Oh, and I forgot. We, you know, if you're new to the show, you'll find what we like to do. I, I tend to have... Have a little beer, um, and nobody's getting drunk or buzzed or anything. But it, it, it's it's like my security blanket. So I tend to open a beer right as I'm getting ready to record, and then drink it throughout the show. It ends up warm by the end of the show. Uh, but I do like to talk about what kind of beer I'm drinking on a weekly basis. This week happens to be a, a special beer, I guess you could call it limited edition, uh, because they call it limited edition, which I always find funny. But and I get it. Sometimes it actually is limited edition. I'm a big stone drinker, and they they. <laughs> do stuff like you, you like once it's lit once it's gone it's gone um but sometimes i think with some of these beer brands they're like well eh, it's slightly different than the one we all but throw a different label on there add a couple bucks to the price and you know we'll call it limited edition nonetheless i'm drinking a liberty ipa um if you don't know what an ipa is that's india pale ale it tends to be what i drink a lot just simply because i enjoy them uh liberty ipa from anchor brewing company in san francisco they're a good brewer i enjoy them uh, but to be honest with you, it doesn't taste too much different from their Go West IPA. I'm sure there's a slight variation. Uh, and I'm sure they got me to pay like a dollar or two more because it was limited edition. Uh, and and you know, that's that's kind of what, what brings, the, brings the boys to the yard. <laughs> if you don't get that reference, go listen to music from like the early 2000s. Uh, but it is a good beer. I'm enjoying it. Liberty IPA, Anchor Brewing Company. Uh, switching up, I don't think we've had an Anchor Brewing Company beer on the show before uh, on the show as if it's like a guest or something uh but it, it is a good one i enjoy it i like anchor brewing out of san francisco i tend to like california breweries uh, i'm sure there's some i don't like for various reasons but it, it's a good one so check it out liberty ipa it's probably gone because it's limited edition so you probably can't get it anymore i got it like a week ago it's gone uh who knows i i don't even know if you're especially if you're in the bay area i'm sure you can find it easily um, all right, that's enough social networking and me ranting. There's going to be more ranting later. Don't worry for those of you that enjoy the ranting, which is all, all two of you. Um, there, there will be plenty more later. Uh, so we're going to move on. A little bit of TV, film, books. I combine these because sometimes I have nothing, no television to talk about. I have no film. I have no books. So it's kind of all the same thing. Fortunately, this week, I've got a little bit of everything for you. 
as far as TV, there's a new show out. It actually just premiered last night. I don't like to give the day or date on this show. Uh, I will tell you that as I was looking through my notes today, I realized to the day the last time we recorded was exactly two months. So I'm pretending that was a planned two-month hiatus. It actually was supposed to only be about a month, uh, but it's been crazy. Moving, setting up a studio, four-month-old. Again, remember all these things. It's, it, it's not easy. Um, so it premiered last night. I haven't actually watched it yet, but I will tell you I'm really excited about this show called Making History. It's on Fox. Every, all, all my listeners out there are like, boo, Fox. It's not Fox News. It's on Fox, the network. It's a show. It's called Making History. I haven't seen it yet, but it looks incredibly funny. But I will tell you one thing. There is an actor on that named Adam Paley, Adam Polly. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He was on a little show, uh, I want to say it ran from like 11, 2011 to 2013 called Happy Endings. It was a fun little ABC show that I very much enjoyed. Uh, also featured Damon Williams Jr., who was a fantastic sitcom actor. Um, so I haven't seen it yet, but... I have a feeling because I haven't seen any shows with this guy that were just really terrible, and, and he's an incredibly funny actor. Uh, so check out Making History. All of you have Hulu out there. If you don't have Hulu, I'm sure you pirate all your television somehow, so go go pirating. Check out Making History. Uh, I'm going to maybe watch it tonight. We'll see. We'll see. If Sophie is not, um, not crying too much, maybe I'll actually get some time. Um, I say that like she cries all the time. She doesn't cry all the time. If she's not too fussy, I mean, you know, I'm not on my hands full, then maybe I will get a chance to watch it. Uh, but check it out on Fox, not Fox News, but Fox the Network. Um, which brings me to my other point. It, it, it's funny when you have a young child at home, and, and I've talked about this before. This was how I started watching Gilmore Girls. Uh, and and, and kind of got, I don't want to say I got hooked, but enjoyed watching to an extent. It's finding these shows uh, to binge watch that I've never watched. In fact, that Happy Ending show that I mentioned, my, my wife had never seen it, and I, I enjoyed it when it was I was watching it while it was on TV. I uh, got her into it, and she enjoys it. And, and I find it interesting. So if any of you out there listening, you know, have this, have a small show, like not real popular, not real well-known show, hit me up on Facebook or even on Twitter, whatever it is. Um, Facebook is facebook.com slash go tell to the wall. Uh, the Twitter handle is at tell the wall pod. That's it. At tell the wall pod. Um, so hit me up on one of those. Give me some fun shows to binge watch. Uh, you know, like I said, I don't have a ton of time to watch TV, but I, t- I like to put on just stuff in the background. Uh, you know, my wife will be stuck on the couch feeding uh, Zoe or, you know, I'll be stuck on the couch holding her, bur- burping her. It's good to just have, like, kind of background stuff. Um, so I'm always interested in finding new shows to binge, uh, to binge watch. Net- Whether it's Netflix, Hulu, you know, let me know. Hit me up. Give me give me some fun shows to watch, uh, whatever they may be. And I'll tell you how great or how terrible they are, and then you can just ignore me because who cares what I think? That <laughs> simple fact doesn't matter. Nobody really should care that much what I think. I'm really just here for your entertainment. I'm 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 hopefully making you laugh or smile at least smile a little and, and sometimes make you think a little, you know, and 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 bring things to your attention. Maybe you're going to go out and try Liberty IPA now because you didn't know there was a Liberty IPA, but now you do, you know. Things like that. Uh so hit me up, let me know. Uh as far as movies, there's one I'm really excited about. <laughs> I think we have like a year until it comes out, but the teaser trailer just came out the other day, and that is Deadpool 2. Uh, if, if you haven't seen the the first Deadpool that came out with Ryan Reynolds, do yourself a favor. Go see it. If you have kids, it is not a kid's movie. You know, we need to take film ratings seriously. When it's rated R, you probably, like your kids probably shouldn't see it. I know there's some rated R movies that really don't need to be rated R, uh, but you know, take that into consideration. It's not a kid's movie. I know it's a superhero movie. It's a Marvel movie, uh, but it's also a superhero movie, as it should be. Uh, so it's got a little bit of language, a little bit of violence, but it is absolutely my favorite Marvel movie uh, that has come out to date. 
Uh, so if you haven't seen it, check it out. But the Deadpool 2 teaser came out. It's floating all over social media. It's probably hard to miss. And it's like just it, we're like a year away from Deadpool 2, and it got me just ridiculously excited uh, for Deadpool 2 because I think Ryan Reynolds is just a fantastic actor. He's a fantastic actor when he's in the right role. Uh, and, and Deadpool is absolutely the right role for him. Uh, so check that out. Check out Deadpool if you haven't seen it. Check out the teaser if you haven't seen it. If, if you're a Marvel movie fan, you already know all these things, so I'm just telling you stuff you already know, uh, but that's okay. As far as film, that's what's on the horizon right now, and that's what I'm most excited about. There's probably some other stuff happening. I know a lot of people are excited about Beauty and the Beast and blah, blah, blah. Uh, personally, I'm just waiting for Deadpool, too. I'm just over here like, all right, come on. Come on. Next Deadpool. Next Deadpool. All right, here we go. Um, so, and then books, 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 books. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy reading books. I tend to like books that aren't too complex. I've read a lot of very complex books, but lately I'm, I tend to be on these more, these like less complex books. Uh, but there was one that I read very recently. It's called Lamb Gospel According to Biff. Uh, now my wife turned me on to this book. She actually, she already had it. So I was able to like, we share our Kindle like account or whatever we're able to share books so whatever you know whatever she's had or i've had like we or she buys or i buy like we both have it uh she already had it on on our amazon library so i got around to reading it and i'm not going to get too much into it i i I just want to tell you to check it out now especially check it out if you're like a cradle catholic like i am um because essentially it it's it's uh, the the story i don't want to say the entire story of jesus but it's the story of jesus as told by his best friend his best friend, like from childhood. Uh, when my wife told me about it, I just figured it'd be a funny book, which which it really is. It, it's a funny, entertaining book. Uh, but but I was pleasantly surprised to find out that it's actually not incredibly thought-provoking. But once I finished it, I was like, man, if that was the Jesus I would have learned about, I'd probably still be into Jesus. Not that I have any problems with Jesus, but it's just not for me. I think the Jesus that, that the church teaches you about these days is some closed-minded Jesus. Um, or even if even if he's not, the, the, the church that's explaining these things is, is tends to be a little closed-minded about lots of things. And the great thing about Lamb was it, it was this just it painted a much more complex picture of Jesus. And, and, and it made me kind of be like, man, I, I would have I followed that guy. Um, so entertaining, funny, uh, but also thought-provoking, even if you're not like Cradle Catholic or grew up religious or anything, you will enjoy it as well. Uh, but personally, you know, 13 years of Catholic education, all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I found it uber entertaining um, and and uber thought-provoking too, just because it was this kind of different side of Jesus. It's more than just the funny, like, his best friend thing. Uh, it was actually a, a, a more thought-provoking side of, of Jesus, as, as, as everyone knows. So moving along. So check out books, film, TV, all of that's probably junk you probably don't care but it's okay i'm going to talk about it anyway and hopefully one or two of you out there haven't heard about any of those things and now you're going to go check them out and if you do enjoy them hit me up on the social platforms just so i can be like yeah you're welcome that's essentially what will happen i'll say yeah you're welcome no i won't i'm really not that pompous i come across a little pompous on the show but i'm, I'm actually not that bad um okay tech let's get into a little bit of tech a couple things uh now, we tend to talk like innovative, like I don't get into complex stuff on tech. It's just kind of fun stuff that I find interesting um, or or funny or rant about, whatever it is. One thing I did notice today, today 
if you if you're a previous listener you know i am a samsung user i enjoy android there's nothing wrong with iphone i have no problems with it just personally uh, i like my android phone today my phone finally received the most recent update to uh, the the android os or software if, you, if you're not down with the lingo yeah because that's complex lingo uh and and it updated to 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 nougat you know apple likes to name their operating systems after cats apparently google likes to name them after candy uh and i was updated to nougat one thing that popped out to me immediately and i've noticed this many times because i was an iphone user years ago and i remember one of the big iphone updates (laughs) i looked at it and i'm like man this looks like like my friend's android phone um and there's always just this back and forth and event i think we're gonna hit a point where apple and android like they just look exactly the same you know, it's technically different software, but they look exactly the same. And I noticed today with this new update, um, like kind of the layout of my phone looks more iPhone-ish. Now it's still clearly Android, uh, but like they changed kind of the, the the icons for all the apps. And it's just one of those moments where I'm like, oh, yeah, everyone's just doing just like back and forth, <laughs> Android and, and Apple. You know, oh, we're gonna do that, and we're gonna do it, and then we're gonna steal this, and then we're gonna see. It's it's very amusing. It's absolutely amusing. Um, speaking of Apple, one thing I do want to just get into out there and clarify for any of you, because if you weren't familiar with this, so Apple has a big ad campaign right now touting their iPad Pro, which I'm sure the iPad Pro is a great machine. I have a couple friends that have them and they enjoy them and I, you know, I could see the usefulness of it. Uh, the, the problem I have with this ad campaign they have out right now is everything about it is comparing it to a PC, PC being personal computer. Um, and really, which would be on the same level as far as operating as, as a Mac, you know, we can sit here and debate back and forth, which one's better, blah, blah, blah. But the fact of the matter is a PC or a Mac is a computer and an iPad is a tablet. The iPad pro is a big tablet, which in itself is very useful. But this ad campaign is ridiculous because they say, Oh, Microsoft word, you can have Microsoft word on your iPad pro. Yes. Well, I can have it on my Android tablet as well, including on my Android phone. That doesn't mean I have a full-functioning Microsoft Office suite. <laughs> They're touting all this stuff. Well, iPad Pro is better than a computer because it won't freeze up, because it won't blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because it's not a computer. It's not a computer. It's not. It's a tablet. It's a tablet. And there are people out there gullible enough to go, ah, oh, that's going to be my new computer. Uh, and maybe it's good enough for you. Personally, if, if I was just operating off an iPad Pro, you wouldn't even hear this because I wouldn't even be able to record this on an iPad Pro. I'm sure I could do something. But I would not be able to function the way I do uh, with my Surface, which happens to be an actual computer. My Surface Pro is an actual computer. And Apple has actual computers. Unfortunately, their iPad Pro is not an actual computer. So as useful of a machine as it is, don't get duped out there. Just, you know, it's ridiculous how how these companies like to try to dupe. And I get it. I've been in marketing most of my life. I, I totally understand. You know, we do this. Like, that's what marketers do. I understand it. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, it's not a computer. So don't get tricked into thinking it's a computer because the bottom line is, it's it's just not a computer. It's not. It's not a computer. So stop. Stop it, Apple. Quit making people, you know, think that your tablet is a computer. Speaking of new things, well, kind of new things, I have been waiting for an NES Classic since November. Since November, it came out November 11th. I can only remember that date because it happens to be the day that my daughter was born. It was November 11th. And they sold out right away. 
they've been popping up here and there. You can kind of find one for like $160. Uh, my wife tried to find one for me for Valentine's Day hope, because I was kind of hoping that after Christmas they'd be popping back up. They're still not popping back up. Uh, so if anyone out there, I don't, I don't, I don't want to know about like a $200 one, but if anyone out there gets a line on like the, the, the actual price is like $59.99. If anyone out there gets a line on those, please let me know. I just want my NES classic. I want to play some Zelda. I just, I just, really, I just want to play some Zelda. I loved Zelda when I was a kid. I'm not a video game guy, but I did love it when I was a kid. Um, and not that I have time to do it because I'm sure Zoe would just go and drool all over the controller or something. Uh, but let me know because you still can't get them. On that same note as Nintendo, I did find out. Same note as Nintendo and kids. <laughs> That's, what I'm saying. That's funny. That wasn't even on purpose. That was a weird tangent that just kind of came back around. Nintendo and kids uh, and drooling on things because if if you're if you're not familiar with it, Nintendo came out with a new system, new gaming console, whatever the hell they call them these days. Uh, I think it came out last Friday, and and it's already sold out. You can't get it. You know, I don't have any interest in this personally. It's like way too complex for me. I'm like, give me the eight bit games. I can't play these complex things. I just I can't. Uh, this new system came out. It's called the Nintendo Switch, and apparently it's awesome. I'm, I'm hearing good things about it. It's just personally, I'm not a gamer. I, you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't. We don't own a PlayStation. We don't own a Nintendo. Like we, do, we don't own any of these things. Uh, for as much electronics as there are in our house, we, we just don't own like gaming things. It's just never, you know, I can't. It's hard for me to like get into them, uh, with the exception of those eight-bit games. I loved Zelda when I was a kid, uh, but. The, fa- the thing I found interesting about it, and check this out, this also, probably also could have gone under social networking because there's like a whole, but if you search like Nintendo Switch on Twitter, do it. Like, trust me, just do it uh, because it's very entertaining. What they've done is the cartridges, you know, the games, they call them cartridges, but the games, you know, you have a little thing. If, if, if you're an 80s child like me, there we, you know, we had the cartridges that you like shoved in there. Well, now they're like the size, I guess, of, of a memory card. Like you put in your camera, you put in your phone, uh, like the full size ones, not the micro memory cards. Uh, but they're very small. And people were concerned that kids would be swallowing these. Genuine good concern. <laughs> they're like very swallowable. Um, and not to mention, like, I'm sure it's not good for a kid to swallow it, but I'm sure these things cost like at least 60 bucks each because you're getting like the games. I know these days are like 60 bucks or whatever. Uh, but so what Nintendo did was they coded them. And, and I'm just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to remember what the heck they coded it with. Uh, but they coded it with something that's like extremely bitter tasting. This is the problem. With the new studio, I'm going to tangent for a second. I, I'm, I get distracted because I'm getting notifications everywhere. So, Bear, thank you for posting those photos. I just got a notification that, that, that my buddy posted some photos. So there's probably some embarrassing Burning Man photos going up on the Facebook right now as I speak. Uh, so i got to finish this show so I can see what the heck he's adding. Anyway, Nintendo, they, they, they coded these cartridges with this, this stuff. Now, it's, it's not toxic. It's not going to, like, hurt you. But it is, like, super bitter. Just super bitter. And I've seen there's a couple of videos floating around of people like trying to, and it's like it touches their tongue and they're just like, ah, this is. T-. And the, that's where Twitter is funny because people are like actually still trying it and, and they're, they're being very amusing with it. Like this is not beating something to death. This is like a funny thing that people are running with and actually making it funny. Now, in a week, it's going to not be funny anymore. So go, so go look at it now before the social networking world destroys it just completely destroys it because it's just a matter of time. But right now it's still funny. Um, and I think it's really innovative to have this coding on there, you know, and granted I'm learning these things kind of as I go, you know, because I have a four month old, 
you know, so I got a baby proof and all this stuff. And I, so I totally appreciate that. And I think it's really cool. Um, so not only is it really cool cause it's going to keep your kids from eating these things, but it, it, it's creating hilarity on social media because honestly, I don't think many kids are putting them in their mouths. It seems like it's mostly adults putting them in their mouth. Just, it's like one of those, it's, it's like that thing. This is gross. Taste it. Except people are actually like tasting it, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, it's hilarious. So check it out. Uh, but kudos to Nintendo for doing this and kind of combating this, you know, heading this off at the pass, I guess, uh, because that would be a genuine concern. Kids swallowing cartridges is, is just, it's not good. Uh, it's not good. All right. One more thing on tech. Uh, for previous listeners, I've talked very much about Google Home. Like I just said on this episode, I'm a big Android user. I do have an iPad. I have a PC. I love all of these things. Uh, but as far as phone and, and my calendars and all this stuff, I tend to use Google. I, it's just what I found most easy, you know, easiest for me. Uh, maybe it's, it's not for you, but I do have a Google Home. I've spoken about it previously a little bit, uh, but we're, we're like finally up and running and like really using it, you know. Um, and it's funny cause people will be over and like, we, there's been many times since I've set this up it, and I keep it in our, in, in our living room where people are sitting around and say, Oh, who's that? Who's that guy? Or like, Oh, we're talking about something. I'm not sure when that was. And you just, and I'm not going to say it. Haha. See Jeff, Jeff, good buddy of mine who pointed that out episodes ago when I use the phrase that triggers Google to do things for you. So we don't actually use the phrase, uh, but so we'll, we'll use that phrase. And then the Google Home's like talking back to us. And it's been really useful. Another useful thing is, you know, my wife and I share like a shopping list on Google, uh, you know, grocery list. So you're able to just like, I'll be standing in the kitchen and I can talk to the Google Home and it adds stuff to the list for me. It's incredibly convenient. And they're, they're adding functionality just constantly as you go. Um, you can actually, it, it, it works with a Chromecast if you're a Chromecast user, owner, whatever it is. Um, and it, it, you're able to pull stuff up like on the TV as well, which is fantastic. The one thing that's been funny about it, uh, in my house, at least it, it, you know, now it's got a speaker built in. It's a pretty decent speaker. But what I've found, and I've been giving my wife a hard time about this. She will, she will tell the Google to play certain music and plays it. And it sounds great. The funny thing is it's sitting in our living room it's a little, you know, everyone's got like Bluetooth speakers these days. It's essentially like a Bluetooth speaker, but it's got much more functionality on it because it's got all this hardware in there and, it, you know, it's Google Home. Uh, the funny thing about it is as good as it sounds, it is sitting next to our television, which is right next to our very expensive sound bar, which has great sound. <laughs> My wife has gotten so used to just telling the Google to play music for her that she's got it playing from this little Bluetooth speaker sitting right next to our nice sound bar. So look forward to that if you have a Google Home. And I, I, you know, I've been meaning to ask friends, like if they're just, because I, 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 I have a few friends that I believe have them, but one specifically has a pretty good sound system in his place. And, and I'm curious if he's just been using the Google Home as a glorified speaker. Um, I find it interesting. Find it interesting. So don't get it to replace your speakers, but I do highly recommend it if you're a Google user uh, or an Android user or whatever. Um, I was actually just at a friend's house a couple weeks ago, and and she had uh, the the Echo, um, and and I'm not gonna say that command either because that'll probably get you know we've talked about that previously. Your 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 Echo may start ordering you products that you don't want, uh, which while I would find it incredibly amusing, I I don't want to put you through that hassle. But the Echo has been getting great feedback and all this other stuff. So, you know, check those out. If this is something you want, you know, it, it's definitely very 
first world. It's like, okay, who who actually needs this? It's, it's very frivolous, uh, but I like it. I think it's great. I find it useful, and maybe you will too. Just don't use it as nothing but a glorified Bluetooth speaker. All right, that's it for tech. We're, we're running a little short on time. I got to go look at these pictures of bears posting because who knows what they're pictures of. Uh, all right, I want to get into some general stuff. A couple things I'm actually quite passionate about. Um, first off, there's a guy, a musician, a rapper. His name is Chance the Rapper. Even if you don't know who he is or you haven't heard his music, he's got a, a an ad campaign with Kit Kat. Um, and you know, you, that's the guy you see wearing the red hat and stuff and talking to the Kit Kat bar. That's Chance the Rapper. Uh, really, actually, if you're into music at all, you probably know him by now because he did win a Grammy for, I believe, album of the year. It's hard to keep track. I'm not a big Grammys watcher. You know, I enjoy music very much. I listen to music right before I come into the studio and right after, uh, but I don't watch the Grammys. So I, I believe he won album of the year. Now, the interesting thing about this, if you're not familiar with Chance the Rapper, he actually doesn't have a record label. He produces his own stuff and basically puts it out into the world for free. Most of the time for free. So you're just getting his music. You're consuming his music. He produces it himself. Uh, you know, it's a wonderful world we, we live in where where I'm able to sit here and, and produce a podcast and put it out to you. I mean, I remember my early days of radio. I had to pay for studio time to go in and record a show that was just, go, you know, early days of Internet was barely going online at like three in the morning. And I was essentially using it for demos. Now we're just able to like, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to do this. And here we go. And we'll put this out into the world. And we're fortunate enough to live in a world where we have that technology. Zoe's probably going to just be able to think things. And it's going to be like out in the world. She won't even have to type or record um, by the time she's my age, which will be pretty amazing. Uh, who knows if that is going to happen. Uh, but nonetheless, Chance the Rapper, no label. He, he doesn't want to sign with a label because he just wants to give his music out. Which is fantastic, and I think he's a fantastic artist. I think he, he seems like a very awesome individual. Um, and the reason I, I thought that to begin with, but recently I actually saw, he's from Chicago. So not only does he give his music out for free to people that want to hear it, uh, he's just an, just an awesome human being. Um, and like I said, he's from Chicago. Just found out that what he did, you know, he's, he's, he's still making money. That's the thing. They play these concerts, all this other stuff. So even if he's giving out his music for free, he's still making money. Um, obviously Kit Kat had to give him some money for that ad campaign and rightfully so he earned that money. Uh, what he's doing is donating $1 million, $1 million out of his own pocket to the public schools in Chicago. $1 million. So kudos to you, Chance the Rapper. I mean, that is just an incredible way to give way to give he's giving back to his hometown the town that raised him um for those of you who listened in the past i have a little love for chicago my mother's from there i spent a lot of time there as a kid i was essentially raised there as a young kid um and you know that's, that's the food i was raised on and everything else so i get it um you know it, it'd be the same thing if if i donated a bunch of money to san diego you know where like really where i lived and grew up um but it, it's just kudos to Chance the Rapper. Good on you. I mean, just incredible. Um, and I hope that he just continues to, to skyrocket here because, you know, it's one thing, incredible artists like Kanye, you know, everyone thinks Kanye is great and all this stuff. The dude's nuts, you know? Uh, but here we have an example of someone who's, which is okay. Like be nuts. <laughs> I, I used to, I remember when, when Billy Joe Armstrong went to rehab, I was like, no. And if you, if you don't know who he is, he's the lead singer of Green Day. I was like, I prefer my rock stars on drugs. <laughs> and that's a joke. Like no, you shouldn't do drugs and blah, blah, blah. Um, but it, as a joke, so artists can be a little crazy, but it's always refreshing to see a guy like Chance the Rapper, who's, you know, 
an incredible artist giving away his his art form and then giving money so that kids can be educated in his hometown. Uh, so good on you, Chance. Good on you. Um, not that it matters. We're going to continue to promote you here on Go Tell Us the Wall, but you're obviously getting promoted plenty as it is. Um, so you probably don't need my my talking about you, but we're going to do it nonetheless. And maybe one or two listeners haven't actually heard of you before, and, and now they're going to go check you out because it's incredible music and seems to be an incredible person. Another thing I want to get into, General, this was actually from my last, I had this stowed away from my last episode. And it this is, to me, here's one of those instances where this is common sense. And to some of you out there, and to, to may, maybe some of you out there, most of my listeners, I think, could get on board with this. But I, there are obviously people in this country and in this world that are going to completely disagree. To me, it's common sense. To, to other people out there, maybe common sense the other way. And like I said, I actually had this from the last show. There's a story that came out in the Washington Post. Um, now, I'm not going to get in all kinds of details of it, but there was this mother. She has an autistic child, an autistic son, um, and he would have these violent outbursts like where he was throwing things, and it like violent to where he, his parents had to, I, don't, I mean, I didn't think they had to fear that they were going to get killed, but like, you know, he's throwing things, things, you could hit someone in the head and all this other stuff, and they just tried everything, you know, they tried everything. Unfortunately, we live in the United States where the, the medical industry is a for-profit industry, um, and you know, so they're just going to continue making you try things. Oh, try this and try this or give us some more money and try this and try this. Um, nothing was working. Just, just nothing. What she did was, um, as you know, in many States in, in the U S we have legalized medical marijuana. If you've listened to shows in the past, you, you know that I'm a huge proponent of medical marijuana. I think there are incredible benefits for it. Um, and uh, you know, maybe we can't agree on common sense with, with the benefits of it, but really everyone out there should be able to agree that if, if we're pumping people in the society full of other drugs, like opioids and all that, you know, prescription drugs, then you shouldn't have an issue with medical marijuana. That's the common sense side of it. To me, overall common sense is if there's a benefit, use it. Uh, anyway, what happened was she was able to, to get some medical marijuana. Um, and there's all kinds of variations. I'm not going to get into it. I've educated myself a little bit simply because I just, I find it fascinating. And, and I think there are benefits out there that a lot of people are ignoring. And a lot of that is the for-profit medical industry in this country. Um, but she was able to get a hold of it, basically a concentrate of, of medical marijuana to then bake into cookies for her kid. Now, before everyone gets all up in arms, she actually went through a round of testing, and this article was actually because I was I'm like seeing these 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 strains of of marijuana. I was like, oh, I remember that when I was in college, uh, so it was kind of amusing. But what she did was she went through a whole experimenting thing where she would try like a couple crumbs of it and then notate. So she was like performing controlled experiments here to to try and understand what this could do for her son. She hit a point where she thought she had a mixture that would be good for her son, and gave it to him. Well, it turns out it was incredible. It was incredible. I'm sure it didn't completely stop the violent outbursts, but it helped immensely. Uh, and this kid with autism who would have violent outbursts and throw things and, you know, really just couldn't couldn't be, I'm sure he was out in public, but couldn't be like a fully functioning, you know, member of society because of these outbursts, was able to find something that would help him and the benefits of it. And she said that these outbursts, really almost completely stopped almost completely stopped uh so you know this is where the common sense comes in the benefit of it i'm sure there are many people out there that would argue with me on this and i fully respect that and i totally understand that but you know what 
if it helps the kid and you're pumping him full of opioids anyway, how can you argue with that? How can you? So let's get with it. Let's get with it, federal government and all these churches and these people that think there's no benefit, but it's okay to just pop a bunch of, you know, Xanax and all this other stuff. I mean, let's get with it. Because I've been there. I have obsessive compulsive disorder, di- clinically diagnosed obsessive compulsive disorder. I know what it's like to be put through the rigmarole of drugs and stuff that's just not beneficial, that's actually detrimental. And I'm sure they put that kid through lots of detrimental drug treatments when in the end, he, you know, he probably just needed a little medical marijuana. And maybe he needed to go through those trials to, to realize, and you know, his mother really, uh, to realize that's what would be beneficial. But now that we're at that point, you know, if it's helpful, it's helpful. And we can debate back and forth whether marijuana is a gateway drug and all this other stuff. Well, that's okay. Here, here's the thing. To me, you can think marijuana is a gateway drug and terrible and all these other things as long as you think all of the other prescription drugs in this country are as well. If you think those prescription drugs are okay, but medical marijuana is not, just shut up. Don't even bother me. We can't have a logical debate about this because common sense says that medical marijuana is not any worse than those opioids and those prescription drugs. You know, and the fact doesn't matter. It's better for you than alcohol. I mean, that's that. That's a fact. We can debate that fact, but with you, when you look at the statistics, it's better for you. A lot less deaths. Now, better for you is in meaning people dying. A lot less people are dying from medical marijuana than alcohol. That's a fact, and that's common sense. Simply a fact. Simply common sense. Um, you know, if you think everything's bad. I will listen to you. I get it. But if you think it's okay to take a bunch of opioids but can't take some, you know, natural, get out of here. Just stop. Just stop. Just stop. Because you've put your foot in your mouth before you even spoke. All right. That's some general stuff. Here's the thing. That wasn't even a rant. That was not even a rant. We're running out of time, but I do have a couple things that I just want to rant on. One of them I've been sitting on for like a freaking month. And it bothers me every time I see it. But we're going to get to that next. Uh, one interesting story, and this this almost isn't a rant. And I only I only put it in like my rant section uh, because I was worried <laughs> that like that last thing that I'd get a little fired up. Uh, but honestly, I don't see any reason to get fired up. This is more funny. Uh, but the ranting will just kind of become, you know, if you live in California, you'll really appreciate this because it's like ridiculous here in California. Apparently Walmart, um, and if you didn't need another reason to hate Walmart, <laughs> uh, if you did, I mean, then, then I got one for you. If you didn't, too bad, because <laughs> you're getting one. Uh, apparently, Walmart, the Walmart company, is being sued uh, because they put in their stores a special craft brew beer. If you don't know what craft brew is, you know, like like Anchor Brewing, they're 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 probably too big now to be craft brew. But these these small breweries that pop up, like Stone, when they first started, it's craft brewery. You know, we have a bunch of them in L.A. Southern California is just chock full of them. I know the Bay Area, same thing. Um, so it's it's like all the rage right now. Now, the craft brews tend to be a little more than buying, like, a six-pack of Bud Light. And the fact of the matter is it does taste better. You know, maybe, I mean, there's nothing wrong with Bud Light. If you like Bud Light, I, I totally get it. I'm a big Tecate drinker, you know, when it comes to, like, cheap beer. Uh, but the fact of the matter is I can drink, like, 12 Tecates. Like, I'm, I'll be out at the burn. <laughs> I was joking with my buddy. Like, I think I put away, like, 20 of these in a day at the burn um, just because it's, like, water. You know, craft beer is going to be a little more enjoyable. You know, it's, it's kind of like two-buck chuck versus, like, a nice bottle of wine to, to me. And, you know, and, and I don't even want to call it common sense because maybe you think two-buck chuck is better than, than expensive wine. Maybe you think Bud Light is better than, than a craft brew or, you know, good what I would call good beer. So I totally get it. But they were trying to capitalize on this trend of craft 
craft beer uh, by putting out their own craft beer. Now, they said they were working with a brewery called Trouble Brewing. <laughs> That's a pretty brilliant brewery name. And I'm surprised there's not a Burning Man camp that serves beer that has this. I mean, like, we're, we're missing some opportunities here, especially when you hear what I'm about to get into. Uh, so they made four special beers for Walmart, and they're selling them at Walmart at a premium price. At a premium price. Well, after doing a little digging, some people found out that this beer was actually was not actually from a brewery called Trouble Brewing because Trouble Brewing doesn't actually exist. It's not actually a brewery. They just made it up. Turns out these beers were from a company called Genesee Brewing out of Costa Rica. And they tend to market their beers as great cheap college beer. In fact, one person that did a taste testing of these beers said, that's a great flip cup beer. If you don't know what flip cup is, it, it, it doesn't matter. When you play these drinking games, you want like a cheap water-like beer because you're going through a lot of it. People might be going a little too drunk, you know. Um, it's essentially like a Coors Light or like a natural ice or Tecate. I'd probably not even as good as Tecate, to be honest with you. Um, and, and they were passing it off and charging more because they were pretending it was a craft brew. Uh, we we know craft brew has just jumped the shark when Walmart is like trying to get in the game. So first off, like okay, let's all calm down with the craft brews. Um, I enjoy them, but that that's enough. Um, especially when you, and, and like everybody listening, everyone in the like everyone under the age of like sixty has probably been caught at a party by some hipster dude who's going to tell you all about the floral notes of his stupid beer. Like I get it. Like I appreciate good beer. I don't go that far. Um, I'm kind of in between personally, uh, you know. So you can appreciate it if you've been cornered by that guy who's like making you, you know, smell all these beers. Uh, it's just kind of weird. What kind of weird sound did I just make? Jeez, you can tell it's been two months. We're, we're ramping back up, guys. I had to remember how the hell to use my my recording software. I had to. It's it's madness. Uh, but nonetheless, Walmart's getting sued for increasing these prices. Uh, so d you shouldn't buy beer at Walmart anyway. I mean, don't don't even go to Walmart. Like personally, I don't go to Walmart. It's just a big. There's 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 just no reason to go there. You know, you end up with cheap stuff, and and you know maybe you're saving like fifty cents, but you're also getting a cheaper version of it. It's, it you know that's just a fact of the matter. You know, look it up. I, I'm not going to get into it here, but but look it up. That's just a fact. Uh, but I did find it amusing, so don't buy beer at Walmart. And and people, let's calm down on the craft brewing. Let's just calm down. You know, there's some good ones out there, but that doesn't mean everyone needs to get in on that game. You know, Walmart is just that greedy that they were like, oh, we're gonna pass this off, even though it's basically Bud Light in a different can. You know, and we're gonna make up this brewery called Trouble Brewing, uh, despite the fact that <laughs> it's a pretty brilliant brewery name. Uh, it just it just doesn't work like that, Walmart. So calm down, calm down, everyone, stop. I've been using calm down a lot today. Can you, uh, I just I'm. I'm we're getting, we're getting, we're, we're ramping back up, guys. Just stick around. If, you, if you're new to the podcast, just know we're on a bit of a hiatus. We're ramping things back up. The guests are still coming. We're still going to talk some Burning Man, um, especially if I'm going to look at some embarrassing photos here shortly. Uh, that's still going to happen. I've, I've been avoiding it, honestly, because there's a certain guest I want in here to talk about Burning Man, uh, and I'm just waiting for that one. We're also still going to have some crossover, so don't worry about that. I do have one more rant. And then we're going to close things out here. So, as I mentioned, there's a Gatorade commercial. It's been around. It, it, I've been sitting on this one for like a month. These commercials, they're for the, the, these energy, protein, I don't even know. Because honestly, I can't get through the whole damn commercial. Uh, now, growing up, most of you out there listening remember your mother, your father, your grandmother, your grandfather, your aunt, uncle, your brother, whoever told you, you know, it's not polite to talk with your mouth full. So when you're chewing food, you don't talk with your mouth full. That's something we all learned at a very early age. You know, most people. 
I'm sure some people didn't, but I get it. But you would think that in the marketing department at Gatorade, at least one of those people learned as a kid that you don't talk with your mouth full. But apparently not because they have an entire ad campaign, which is a bunch of, and the ridiculous thing is it's mostly, it's a bunch of high school kids. I mean, actors, you know, playing high school kids and they're singing a song, all of them while eating these stupid energy bars with their mouths full. You can't even understand what the hell they're saying. Mouths full singing songs. And this is their entire ad campaign. I don't get it. Really Gatorade? Why? I understand you're trying to advertise something that you eat. That doesn't mean a bunch of kids need to be singing while they're eating. It's disgusting. It's simply disgusting. I turn the I turn the channel every time. It's it's disgusting. I don't want to see a bunch of people singing while eating. I just don't. I don't want to see a bunch of people talking while eating, let alone singing on my television in the middle of my whatever the heck I'm watching. It's ridiculous. Get with it, Gatorade. You need some new people in your marketing department that maybe know you shouldn't chew with your mouth open, let alone sing with your mouth open or chew with your mouth open. Talk with your with your mouth full. Chew with your mouth. Jeez, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> you shouldn't do that either. Uh, chew with your mouth open. Now I'm cracking myself up over here. It's just, I think I'm, I've hit my limit. We're, we're, we're officially off the rails here. But Gatorade, uh, get your stuff together. You know, maybe shake up that marketing department a little bit um, and learn that you shouldn't be talking with your mouth full, uh, let alone singing. It's disgusting. It's just disgusting. You know, and I love you, Gatorade. You've gotten me through, you know, when I, when I was younger, you got me, you know, through recovery from a lot of sporting events. As I got older, you got me through a lot of hangovers. Uh, you tend to keep me alive in the desert once a year as, as I'm out at Burning Man. So I love you, Gatorade, but it's disgusting. I will never eat these things just simply because the ad campaign is disgusting. Um, you know, and maybe millennials think it's funny or, you know, I don't get it. Maybe, maybe it's okay to talk with, you know, talk or sing with your mouth full these days. Uh, my daughter will not learn learn that she will learn that it is extremely impolite and disgusting facts of the matter it's disgusting uh so enjoy your gatorade but just avoid that commercial come on come on it's common common sense common sense common sense you know this this, this i don't see a, i don't see two sides on this i always say like a subjective con no you shouldn't you shouldn't put a bunch of people singing with their mouth full on a commercial on a commercial Bad influence for kids, and it's just disgusting. Uh, so stop, stop. You know, time for a shakeup over there, Gatorade. I have no interest in going back into marketing in, in my career these days, but I can give you some good references if you need it, because obviously <laughs> you guys do. You need some some common sense in that marketing department. All right, that's it. Enough Gatorade. Enough of all these rants. Enough of all this other stuff. We're, we're done. We like I said, we've gone off the rails. We're we're completely done. Um, thank you all for joining us. This is the first episode recorded in the new studio. And we're going back to weekly. We're having these damn things weekly once again. It's it's just happening um, now that things have settled a little bit for me personally. Uh, we also have some some more people now working on the show as, as, as far as marketing and pushing things out there. Um, oh, my gosh. One thing I forgot to mention, and I will talk a little bit more about it on the next episode. I do have a new venture personally uh, that I'm now involved in. Just recently signed on to work with a company called Cal's Game Night. Cal, C-A-L, uh, Cal's Game Night. Uh, check it out. We'll probably post it on the page as well, but I will be hosting live game nights around the LA, Southern California area. Uh, if you're interested in having myself, Sean O'Rourke, the awesome host of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast, come into your home and play some games uh, that, that were created by, by the incredible Cal uh, who, who started the company and runs the company, has been doing it for nine years. 
they've been on like Real Housewives and Ellen, like all kinds of craziness. Uh, but that's kind of my new venture. So it's going to take up some of my time, but we are still going to do this weekly. It's going to happen weekly. Don't worry about it. Um, and if you're interested in checking out a game night, um, you know, booking, booking me or booking somebody with the game, you know, cause maybe you don't like me. Maybe you just listen cause you have to or whatever. Uh, but there's plenty of other game night hosts as well. It's a fantastic fun time. We'll share the site on, on the Facebook page, maybe on Twitter. So you guys can check it out as well. Um, so yeah, that's that. There'll probably be some more stories about that as we move along, but that is the new venture that I just wanted to update everyone with, uh, for me personally. Uh, but nonetheless, we are moving things along with Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, the YouTube channel is still in the works. We have a bunch of videos that are going to be going up there shortly, so keep an eye out for that. Um, again, we'll share all those links uh, and, and, and make sure that info is being conveyed to all of you out there, all of you listening, all of you common sensors, wall fans, whatever the heck we're calling you these days. Uh, we're, we're pushing that information out to you, a bunch of useless information for the most part. Uh, but it is there nonetheless. Don't forget that Facebook page URL is facebook.com slash go tell to the wall. Or you can follow us on Twitter at tell the wall pod. That's all one word. I don't know why I said it as if it wasn't one word at tell the wall pod uh, for all of your useless information between shows. And also updates on shows and stuff. You know, if, if you've been on the Facebook page, you know, I'll talk about stuff on the shows and I'll put it on there. To, you can find your own info about it because some stuff you just can't like. In, in a show that happens over an hour, you know, and so many things, like I can't really get in depth to a lot of things. You know, I do on some things, uh, but other things we tend to share on the, the Facebook page there. Uh, sometimes on Twitter, Twitter is kind of more of the fun stuff going on. Um, yeah, so check that out. Facebook, Twitter, the YouTube page is going up. We're going to share that that Patreon link again. That is where if you want to contribute to the show, because as of now, we still don't have sponsors. We haven't really gone out for sponsors yet. Uh, we will soon. But if you would like to support the show financially, don't feel the need to. Uh, but if you would like to, because this show is pretty much listener supported at this point, uh, then check out the Patreon page. We will have that shared on the Facebook as well. Uh, so that's it for this week. Like I said, we went off the rails like 10 minutes ago. Uh, again, if you're new to the podcast, thanks for joining us. Uh, we will be back weekly with new episodes of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. If you've been listening from the beginning, thanks for coming back. Uh, sometimes I wonder why people come back because <laughs> this show just goes a little ridiculous sometimes. But thank you for being here. Thank you for coming back. And uh, thank you for coming back after the hiatus. It's so good to be back. It's so good to be back, people. Just, just ranting and raving and talking to a wall in a new studio. Yeah, you can tell I'm a little too excited about it. All right, I'm going to go finish my warm beer at this point. Uh, this has been episode 11 of Go Tell It to the Wall. Thank you, all of you out there. Looking forward to ranting at you in about a week or so. Um, as always, as always, I am your host, Sean O'Rourke. Uh, and don't forget... Never, ever, 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 ever forget to always, always, always use common sense.